0: Good morning, and hello, Champions. Welcome to Fellowship of Champions Church International. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. New Year, new you only if you do the work though right right (laughs) (laughs) listen we're so excited that you are here this morning we thank you for joining us i'm pastor edwin strickland this is my beautiful wife pastor sean strickland and we are excited about the word we get to share with you today listen we've got a new way going into 2021 how we're going to get our announcements to you uh it team uh headed up by pastor Raf, has created a new introduction for us you're going to get a chance to see it this morning it's going to give you a lot of great information And as soon as that is over, Pastor Sean and I will be back and we'll be ready to give you the word. So whatever you got to do to get ready, get your coffee, get your snacks, uh, turn off your TV, put this on your TV, whatever you got to do. Get ready and we'll come back and we'll be ready to share the word. Oh,
1: and while you're watching, invite people, social media outreach, tag your friends, share.
0: Also, let us know where you're watching from. We'll be back in three minutes.
1: happy new year happy new year
0: okay that was my first time seeing that all the way through hey shout out to pastor ralph it's a great way to get the announcements out he did a lot of work on that so everybody in the comments go ahead and shout out pastor ralph for that personalized foc introduction letting you know this is the year release
1: the year of release what did you guys think about that we'd love to hear what we'd love to hear on um, what you think about it man i love it because you got to see the announcement several times mm-hmm. right and then you got to know you know the reminded of the prophetic word yep. all of the activities and different stuff and i think it's just a great addition and just another way that our team is constantly working for us to be able to serve people a uh,
0: um, more efficient, more efficiently yeah.
1: and more excellently in the pandemic. Mm-hmm. So here's what we want to ask you guys to do. Listen, hashtag live and tell us where you're watching from. If you're a first-time visitor, then we've got some good news for you. We have some um, virtual greeters who want to be able to greet you yes. this morning. So if you're a first-time visitor, just say first-timer. Don't worry, we're not going to call you on and make you say where you came from and all of that different stuff and who your home pastor is. And we're just super, super excited. Man, listen, we're declaring this is the the year of release. This is the year of release. And one of the scriptures that we're using to stand on is Psalms 126. It says that those... 125. Mm -hmm. You said 126. You
0: sure? I think it's Psalms 125, verse 5 and 6. Was it 126? 126. Okay. (laughs) 126. I'm pretty... I sure... I sure say one... No, no. But I sure say... It's 126. uh, It's
1: 126, right? (laughs) <laughs> what did it say, say it says um armloads of blessing those who yes. have we have sown yes. in tears sown in obedience that this is the season of armloads of blessing speaking speaking of our shirts right here mm-hmm. we want to encourage you to get one of these shirts as a testimony i have mm-hmm. the sweatshirt on pastor Edwin has the t-shirt on um we want to encourage you to get one of those and you know remind yourself throughout the year and remind the world around you that this is your year of release let mm-hmm. me tell you something people are really going to need a lot of encouragement this year, right, and it's our job to be light. The, the light that Jesus has shed in us, we should be that light to other people. Amen. So we want to encourage you, listen, the shirts won't ship until January the 15th, but you can pre-order now and we need you to go ahead and get your pre-order in. And I need to be honest with you guys. Once we release the pre-orders, I don't know if there'll be any more shirts because t-shirts is kind of hard work. Yes. It's kind of hard work. And so if you want a shirt, do not delay. Go ahead and order, get your shirt, get your sweatshirt. Now, these sweatshirts are super comfortable. Is your shirt comfortable? It's very
0: comfortable. It's a unisex. Shirt too so it's very very comfortable nice material and it holds up Really well, I think.
1: Yeah. And so grab your shirt. But this is the year of release. And so we're just welcoming everybody. We're super excited to have you invite somebody to come, but we want you to press in today because we're going to be talking about something that is going to help anchor you mm-hmm. throughout this year. Cause we want you to make it. We Absolutely. want you to make it. We want you not to cave in and quit. And so I'm going to go ahead and pray and then we're going to jump in because we got a lot of notes today. People were laughing because you said it was 125, right? It was no, the, no, it 126. Was a, it was the way you tried to yeah. say it. Right, yeah, I got it. It's cool though.
0: Hey, that's the second mistake I made. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> you mean like in your whole life? <laughs> no,
0: I just said I may. i oh, I'll let, you, de- I'll let uh, you determine when. <laughs> okay.
1: All right. I'm going to go ahead and pray. But before I pray, I want everybody to give 13 seconds of praise. The Bible says to enter into his courts with thanksgiving and enter into his gates with praise. And I really want to encourage you guys. Um, If you guys are not taking time every day to be praying, you know, d- do your old school praying. Like, get you some music and walk and pray and those things that partners of FOC do, right? Because something supernatural happens When we pray Something supernatural happens when we pray And I want to give you this because I know that People don't always stay so I want to stay At the beginning and the end Um, We are going to do a fast in the month of January Mm -hmm. and we're going to come next week And we're going to give you all the details of it But we're giving you all this week to get yourself Prepared because the Bible doesn't say If you fast the Bible says when when You fast. fast and fasting is For breakthrough and if you really want To position yourself for empowerment In this year for release in this this year, Then prayer and fasting need to be combined. So we're going to do a 21 day fast. We're going to start next Monday, next Sunday. We're going to teach about it, but get ready, get your, get ready and already decide right now. Cause here's the thing I want you meditating on this week. Fasting is not a covenant punishment. It's not. It's not a punishment, it's an opportunity. It is an opportunity to position yourself to have what God said. Mm-hmm. The Bible says there are some things that do not move and for those of you who have had cycles in your life, for those of you who feel like you go forward and you go backwards, Pastor Ellen and I are declaring that there are no more dry seasons yes, in your life. No more backwards. No more backwards in your life. But we need you to help us by joining in because fasting is not punishment, it's an opportunity. So now we're going to just praise. I want you to. Give give God some praise. Thank him. Put in the comments, something you're thankful for. Put them hands up. Give your heart, open up your mouth and give God praise right where you are. God, we love you. God, we bless you. God, we honor you. You are so wonderful. You are so good. You are so kind. You are so merciful. You are so faithful. You are a good God. And it is our joy to come in the first day of 20, the first Sunday of 2021 and declare that Jesus is Lord to the glory of the Father and we bless and honor your name. Hallelujah. 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 Now we decree and declare That is this word goes out this morning. It is unchecked and unhindered by any satanic force. In fact, we declare that every satanic force that would try to steal the word from your people is bound now in the name of Jesus according to the word of God. We declare that your people are free to see, hear, and understand. We declare that your people's hearts are open to receive what you said. We declare that this is a season that your people are moving forward. We declare that we are not stubborn, that we are not rebellious, that we are not slothful that we are not procrastinators but that we are quick to hear and quick to obey and we also declare that there will be signs wonders and miracles following this word that even on this week someone will get a supernatural breakthrough because they have heard believed and acted on the teaching in Mm -hmm. jesus name we pray Amen. 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 Listen,
0: as we get ready to jump into this word this morning, we want you to remember to do one thing again. If you haven't shared this broadcast, go ahead and do that. Tag friends and family who, you know, don't mind you tagging them. Uh, share it within groups that you have permission to share it with. And then also you can share it to your story. Uh, Pastor Sean taught me that you can actually share it to your story a couple of times during the week because after so long it goes away. Mm-hmm. So make sure you're sharing this. The other thing we'd ask you to do is if you haven't liked the broadcast yet, go ahead and click like, give it a heart, give it a thumbs up. Uh, all of those things help to bring the analytics up and more and more people get to see it. Uh, Pastor Sean was doing a broadcast the other day and had someone from South Africa who tuned in. We've got people from Australia, people from the UK who tune in. And so all of that happens because you're willing to share it and you never know how far it's going to go. And we believe in helping people with the word. We believe this will help you. So we believe it will also help them. So we ask you to participate with us in some social media
1: outreach. FOC is international, baby. We're going to touch the world. the world. There are so many people who need to know the goodness of God, and they need to know that God wants them to prosper in every area. Yes. There are far too many believers who believe that God wants them to suffer, oh, that they can't live their best life mm. until they get to heaven. FOC is touching the world, and we thank you for helping yes. us, right? Indeed. I'm excited to, to for you to get us into this. Yeah,
0: day. I'm excited about this teaching. Here's what we're going to be teaching about today. We are really the next, we think the month of January is really going to be like uh, the foundation if you were building a skyscraper. Uh, That's really the, that's the image that the Lord gave me. Uh, And so today we're talking about building a foundation. We're talking about building a foundation that won't fail and how you can overcome the temptation to quit. Mm -hmm. Listen, I don't know everything that's going to happen in 2021. What I do know is that there's going to be opportunities for you to give up, to cave in and to quit. And I'm declaring right now on the first Sunday in January, you won't take any of those
1: opportunities. Oh, that's good. Look what she said. South Africa's, yeah, see, South Africa's Africa's back. back. Yes. South Africa's <laughs> back. Yes.
0: See, I think we'd be making that up. Well, no, you
1: don't. But I'm just
0: saying we're not making that up. There South really are Africa people all back. over the world who are tuning in. Okay? Yolande,
1: I think that's right. It's no A like Yolanda. Okay. It's okay. Yolande. Welcome, 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 welcome. welcome, welcome, welcome. welcome, welcome. And so tell us what time it is there, because we just want to know, tell us what part of South Africa and what time it is. And then babe, you can keep going with the thing. And when it comes up, I'll let you know. Okay, because we know
0: what time it is in London. It's the afternoon there. They're watching, they tell us we're their afternoon church. Yes. All right. So we're talking about building a foundation that won't fail, overcoming the temptation to quit. Okay. So let's just get into this. We know without a shadow of a doubt that at some point in all of our lives, we experience things that, that make us feel discouraged, uh, that, that, that makes us feel bewildered, Uh, Sometimes we can be despondent and it even gives us the inkling that we might as well Just 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 call it quits just Mm -hmm. give in Mm -hmm. just forget about it But interesting enough when we feel this type of pressure What we have found out in our own personal life is that we are actually closer to our breakthrough Mm -hmm. at that point Than Mm -hmm. when we first began Mm -hmm. the enemy wants you to cave in he wants you to quit He wants you to give up and he applies more and more pressure to you The closer you get to your breakthrough Mm -hmm. because his he, he know he can't stop you from receiving the breakthrough. Mm-hmm. All he can do is talk you into going back on the breakthrough. Yes. And so discouragement in, in the truest sense of the word is nothing more than a trick used by the enemy to get us to give up on the promise or the promises of God. Yes. He, wants to ha- he wants us to encounter enough discouragement. He wants us to encounter enough disappointment. He wants us to have enough uh, naysayers around us who say, why are you doing this? This is crazy. Kind of like the situation with Job when Job was serving the Lord and then Job's children died, uh, he lost his cattle. Uh, he had all of this stuff. And what did his friends say? They say, you ought to just curse God and die but Job said he wouldn't do that. He said, Oh no, I will not curse God and die. Why? Because he understood that the discouragement was to get him to move off of what was sustaining him.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think it's important to understand that discouragement is more than an emotion. It is. Discouragement is actually a spiritual assignment. It's a
0: spiritual assignment. Because
1: in 2 Corinthians 2 and 11, it says, be not ignorant yes. of Satan's devices, lest he get an advantage over us. So it's important for us to understand you you may feel discouraged, mm. but if you feel discouraged, it is an actually a demonic oppression trying to get you to back up off of the will of God. And I think that's important because many times we take our feelings as our own. Mm. Mm-hmm. We take that because mm-hmm. we feel something that that is us. Mm. Does that make sense, guys? Mm. And so then we go, I'm feeling discouraged. No, the enemy wants me to, to accept this assignment, this spiritual assignment of discouragement. Why? So he can get an advantage of over me. What's the advantage? He gets me to back up off of what God said. And that's, you know, we talked
0: a couple weeks ago and you mentioned that there are so many times in the word of God where the Bible instructs us to walk by faith faith and not by sight. When he says sight, he doesn't just mean this natural scene. He's talking about our emotions. Yes, And what he's saying is don't allow the emotion of discouragement to come and cause you to leave your faith. We know that it's a demonic assignment because what it's designed to do is to attack our faith. Right. Mm -hmm. So every person, it doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter about your title. It doesn't matter how long you've been in the church. Everyone who serves God is going to encounter opposition. Absolutely. Can we just make that plain right now? You being born again does not disqualify you from from facing opposition. You, you,
1: You said it for years to us. You trained us in this that. You are not because you are a believer. You are not exempt from life circumstances. I, I got it in my notes. You are not exempt from life <laughs> Being circumstances. Being saved does not exempt you from life's challenges. But it you are doesn't. equipped Come to on. overcome yes. life circumstances. Yes. You're not exempt from them. She said it was eighteen thirteen p.m. In um, the six thirteen. PM. Is that six thirteen? I think yes. it is. Right, military time. Right. <laughs> <I think> so. <laughs> so, but you, but you need to put that. Uh, you need to make that as a declaration. Write that down in your notes. Put that in your notes on the phone. Write it here right now. You are not exempt from life circumstances. What you are, what you are, is equipped to overcome. Absolutely. If you will participate, if. If you will participate in God's system, mm-hmm. right? So, one of the things about discouragement is that we want to be careful, is because discouragement can make us get loose with our mouth. Mm, come on, discouragement talk about can make us get loose with our mouth. We get discouraged and we begin to speak against what God has said. So, for example, we've declared this is the year of release, yes. right? So then the enemy he wants to bring discouragement because maybe something isn't happening as fast as you think it should be happening, and he uses discouragement to get you to get loose with your mouth. The Lord told me this the other day after our teaching last week, and I shared it with you. He was saying that when Adam and Eve, when Adam and Eve sinned, Mm -hmm. they gave authority in the earth realm to the enemy. But what they did not lose was their creative ability as speaking spirits. So he says the enemy has to work to get you to say his agenda. Mm -hmm. You see that? See, when you think that we're trying to talk to you about your words because we're just being churchy, we're literally saying that words only have two sources. They only come from two places. They are either the agenda of heaven or they are the agenda of hell. And he says, don't be ignorant of Satan's devices because he's going to use the things you can see. He's going to use the things that people say about you. He is going to use the things that you yep. experience to try to get an advantage over you so he can get control of your mouth. Somebody you ought to just put in the comments. I take control of my mouth. Mm. I I take control of my mouth. You know, that that is the reason that we spend
0: so much time talking about the power of your words. Yes. Because your words are roadmaps to your destiny. Yes. And the enemy wants you on the road to destiny that he's laid out for you. But God wants us on the road to the destiny he's laid out for us. Mm-hmm. It's why the Bible says, I set before you uh, life and death, mm-hmm. blessings and curses. You choose. Mm-hmm. How do we choose it, Pastor? We choose it with our words. We choose it, we with, choose our it words, with our words. Right? And, that's, and so sometimes we have to understand that there's going to be there's going to be opposition is going to come that when we face it, it's going to seem so severe that in in the natural quitting is going to seem like the only option. But that's why I love what you told him to say, because the reality of it is we won't quit. We, we won't don't give quit. up and we don't get we, we don't, don't quit. In. We don't quit. We don't quit. If God told us to go to the other side, like we, he told his disciples, we going to the other side. He didn't mention anything about the storms, he didn't mention anything about the waves. Why? Because those were insignificant to what he had said.
1: Somebody really needs to hear that. You really need to. When God says to you, it's the season of release, yes, it's the season of great harvest. He is not bothered by whatever would try to stop you. He's not checking for the economy. He's not.
0: He's not checking for COVID numbers going up. He's not. He's not checking for any of those things because once he has said something, it's going to come to pass. The question is, will you hang with him long enough to see it?
1: And here's what you need to realize because a lot of times people feel like the will of God doesn't come to pass. Mm. It may not come to pass for you mm. because you caved in and quit. quit. But let me tell you something. If God declares healing, somebody's getting healed. Let- if God- God declares release, somebody's getting released. Mm. The question is whether it's going to be you or whether you're going to allow your undisciplined nature to allow disappointment to get an advantage over you so you begin to let your mouth run recklessly because by the time it's coming out your mouth, your actions are already reflecting Mm -hmm. it. And even though you love God, you're heading in a different direction.
0: Yes, listen, Dr. Ivy Hilliard once said, and we've, we've, we've lived by this. He said that if you don't stick with God, Concerning a promise he gave you, the worst thing that happens is he'll let you live long enough to see somebody living in your promise.
1: He will let you live long enough to see someone. He said
0: that. that, I was like, no, I don't want to see someone living in the promise that God gave me because I was unwilling to do what was
1: necessary to get to the end of it. Well, I think that this is the thing that people don't realize is that God doesn't need us for anything. No, but we need him. For everything, everything, and there are things that God wants done in the earth realm. Yes, so if you and I refuse to do the ministry assignment or the business assignment mm-hmm. that God has given us to He'll do, He'll raise up somebody he will else, raise to do up somebody. It. Absolutely. we just miss out. And let me tell you something because I feel this by the Holy Ghost. This is why some of you need to learn to move in the timing of God mm. because there are also windows yes. to do things, there are kairos moments, yes. everything can't yes. be done later. That's right, everything can't be it done. Said later. The
0: sons of Issachar was wise because. They discern yes, the
1: time Because they discern the time and many of you What you got to do now is you just Got to get back in for your next point mm. You need to stop mourning over that Thing oh, that should have happened stop in 2015 Stop mourning over that old, stuff. Yeah, that old stuff Because you missed that moment yes. Of that yes. thing right there right And so listen but God has more moments But God has more Praise moments God. because he's, he's good moments. But it's important to understand That one of the other things that the enemy Can do the reason I'm talking about missed moments Is because another manipulation and disappointment is that you get so focused on what you missed you can't see what he has in front of you. That he
0: uses he uses what we would consider mistakes as a tool to manipulate us into disappointment. Mm-hmm. But, the, tr- but mm-hmm. the fact of the matter, the Bible tells us that nothing's ever lost in the kingdom.
1: Nothing's lost. Nothing's
0: lost in the kingdom. If I miss it today, God had multiple paths and i take that next path, it'll get me right back to where I was supposed to be. And we won't get into it, but it's the whole story of the of the woman, of, of the your favorite story, right? Of the woman who who literally lost, she, she, she wouldn't have had anything, but she goes to the king and the king not only gives her back her land, but gives her enough produce that if her land had been producing for seven years, it's what she would have had. Yes,
1: and 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 it's so important because I really want you to understand this. You've got to break up with what you thought you lost in the last season. Somebody
0: ought to say this. Say, I break up with what I thought I lost in in the the last last season." season.
1: You got to break up with that because the enemy uses that as a very strong factor Mm -hmm. to be able to manipulate you. Hear me. Who is this for? Because you have felt like because you missed moments in the past, it's too late for you now. You got to tear that lie down. It's not true. Now hear what I'm saying, because God is so gracious. Mm -hmm. God is so gracious that what he'll do is that if he asks us to do something and we don't do it, he'll raise up somebody else to do it. But that doesn't mean he doesn't have something else for us.
0: That's right. That I, That's right. I need you to That's hear right. that That's right. I
1: need you to hear that I need you to break up with what you think you lost in the last season because the enemy is using that I see that even now he's using that as a stronghold in your Come life on. to keep you yes. from going all the yes. way with God now yes. because when God talks to you about the future you talk to him about the fat past what you messed up on what you thought you were going to have what you thought was going to happen that didn't happen and so you got to break up with what you thought you lost in the last season. What are we doing? All we're doing is helping you build a foundation Mm -hmm. that will help you not quit because Mm -hmm. if you can understand that the enemy's going to use discouragement and how he's going to use discouragement, your eyes will be open to recognize that when he's saying to you, you can't do it this time, that's the devil, baby. You got to say, oh no, you don't have authority over me. You don't have authority over my future. Somebody need to say that. Say devil, you do not have authority over my future.
0: Listen, there's over 165 of on the various broad, very broadcast platforms that we're watching. As an apostle of God, I declare right now, the thing that you have been discouraged about shall not come nigh you a second time. You shall not be plagued by it again. You will be looking forward and not behind. This is your year of release. Pastor Sean did a pre-message to the message when we were on our way to church this morning. I don't know if you saw it, but she talked about this being the year of release, not just release of stuff to you, but you releasing some stuff. You're releasing some toxic relationships. You're releasing some distance, some disappointment, some discouragement. There's some stuff you need to release so that some things can be released to you.
1: Yes, yes, yes. Because the enemy is really torn. I feel it very strongly. He's tormenting many of you, even right now, Mm -hmm. because when we talk about, for example, people who did not necessarily participate in everything and get the year of harvest. Mm -hmm. So now when we talk about the year release, they go, how can it work this year when it didn't work? last year, man, you need to throw that away and say, I'm all the way in. You need to close the door of the enemy whispering to you. And here's how good God is. If you get in
0: line with God, he'll bring you the harvest while he's releasing more stuff too? Oh, yes,
1: he will. Because he said he'll give you back
0: the years at the canker worm. I'm telling you, God is not uh, subject to, to some limitation. If you will decide today that you're going to build the foundation so that no matter what, you're not going to fail, and that when temptation comes, you're not going to quit, 2021 can be your release, uh, can be your year of release and great
1: harvest. Yes, yes, yes. And I love what you said. He, listen, see, God is good at giving the years back. Isn't he? He's real good Isn't at giving he? the years back. Man. But if the enemy can get you focused in 2013, Come on, somebody, if he can get you stuck in 2013, the opportunity you missed in 2015, what happened, the heartbreak you had in 2017, you're now in 2021 and God is trying to give you the years back and you can't receive because you're still talking about the past. Tell your neighbor, tell everybody, stop (laughs) telling that story. Oh, I wish we were standing up preaching. Man, yes, yes. Stop (laughs) telling that story. Yes, stop it. See, because we got notes here, but let me tell you what we've learned, especially in the last several weeks teaching together that the Holy Spirit has some specific surgery he wants to do on mm-hmm, his people mm-hmm. because he doesn't want you to come up short in this month in this year he wants you to live in victory so we got all of these notes here but when the Holy Spirit starts talking about how disappointment is the linchpin that is holding many of you in bondage we then stop what we were doing on the notes to come and say now let's deal with that demon of disappointment because you gotta know that that's what it is yeah you got to know hear me if you feel disappointment in a moment that's just a feeling when disappointment won't let you go that's demonic mm-hmm. and i think that because we haven't mm-hmm. talked enough about spiritual warfare mm-hmm. for many of the saints mm-hmm. stuff you think is you is not you right it, there, there are spiritual
0: assignments yes sent to Oppress you, oppress you and to cause depression in you yes. so that you will give up the promises of God. yes. You know, there's this old adage in, uh, of old football coach used to say, he said, winners never quit. And quitters never win. Yep. That's true in the kingdom. Yes. Winners never quit. You look in the Bible and you look at all the people who, what they went through. I was reading some stories the other day about the uh, apostles and how they were literally beaten and put into prison and told not to speak again. But the Lord opened up the door for them. Now, the Bible, did. when you read that story, what you find out is they had a choice. They could have stayed put. And not been beaten again, or they could have went to the middle middle of the synagogue and preached just like they did. And you know what they did?
1: They went to the synagogue and they preached. Because winners
0: never quit, and quitters never win. Yeah. Another one says that you can't beat a person who won't give up. You can't beat a person who won't give up. You look at somebody who says, this is what God told me to do. I'm gonna do it no matter if they laugh at me. I'm gonna do it no matter what the naysayers say. I'm sure that Noah must have been made fun of so bad to be out there building something that no one had ever seen. Spent 125 years building this boat, his kids out there with him, everybody laughing and ridiculing him. But do you know when
1: they stopped laughing? When it started to rain. When that first raindrop. When the raindrops fell. There are
0: some of you right now, and I want you to hear me. There are some of you right now, the 170 of you that are out there, I want you to know there are some things God's told you to do and your family don't understand it, your friends don't understand it, the people you go to church with don't understand it, the people on your job don't understand it but you know in your heart without a shadow of a doubt that God told you to do it. It may look silly to everybody else but I am telling you if you hang with God if you don't give up, if you don't cave in and you don't quit, you will see that promise come to pass.
1: Hallelujah I feel like everybody ought to just shout release you
0: will see release you ought to
1: just shout release 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 there is a release there is an anointing for breakthrough and release even now so you can already see it happening because what we're doing yeah. now is we're dismantling yeah. where the enemy has authority and where the enemy has power yeah. and listen man let me tell you something one of the things i was thinking about this when you were talking about winners never quit in by a lot of accounts we're very different Mm-hmm. we're very, very yes, different, right? We we, we, we we, don't seem to have any of the same interests. I mean, we're opposite, very different. Opposite
0: side of the same coin.
1: Opposite side of the same coin. But the one thing we have in common, is that we are absolutely Absolutely. relentless Relentless. about the promises of God. To the point that if you are not relentless about the promises of God, we will get on your nerves. We We will vex you. We are relentless. Jordan speaks because we were relentless. The promises, the breakthroughs we've seen, they happen because we are relentless. We literally liken it like this. When God tells us something, Even if we get knocked down Even if we get beat up, even even if if we we miss it, (laughs) even if we miss it, we hang on like a pit bull. And I use that illustration because everybody understands when a pit bull releases, you almost have to kill it to get it to unlock. Some of you need to get some pit bull tenacity in your life and say, "This is the year I'm not caving in. This is the year I'm not quitting. This is the year I'm not backing down. This is the year I'm not going to be a faith punk. This is the year I'm not." Living my spirituality up and down. One week I'm living right, the next week I don't know if God is real. I am getting the release that God has for me. Yes,
0: and here's a and here's a grow up moment, Pastor Sean. Grow up the the reality of it is, is that life has its share of frustrations. Yes. It just does. But quitting is never its never been an option for us. It's not an option. Not just where God was concerned, we tell the story about our testimony in our marriage. Listen, we could—we had ample opportunity to walk away. We did. I gave you lots of opportunity to walk away. You may have gave me a few to walk away, but we didn't walk away. Why? Because we don't quit. We don't quit. We don't quit. We don't quit. And God, what we have to understand is that, yes, God uses trouble to mature and to train us. He doesn't bring trouble to us, but when trouble shows it. up, he will use that trouble to mature us and to train us. But when it comes, he uses it because he knows it's an opportunity for us to grow stronger. It's why the Bible says in James one, two, and three, it says my brethren watch this Count it what? All oh joy, joy when what happens?
1: When you fall into diverse Divest- temptation.
0: Why? Knowing, Knowing this, this, that the trying, the trouble, the discouragement that the enemy tries to bring to you, that it is, it, it is, it is trying of your faith. And what it does is it works out what? Patience, patience in now, you. Talk now, about patience. Now,
1: we got to be cool. Talk about patience. Patience is not long suffering. That's right. Patience is consistency. Yes. The trying of your faith ought to work consistency in you.
0: So what I hear you saying then is that when troubles come my way, trials and tribulations, when we get what we call sucker punched, and we didn't know this thing was going to come. We get a bad report. We lose our job. Something happens that we wasn't planning on. When it comes, it's not the time to quit on God.
1: It's not the time to quit on God. What it
0: is, it's an opportunity to try my faith. And in trying my faith, what it does for me is it works patience out of me. But patience ain't just sitting down, not doing nothing. You said the patience is about being consistent. It's learning to be consistent. So I keep praising God.
1: I keep praising I keep God. I keep
0: doing my prayer time.
1: I keep sowing.
0: I keep giving. I, I keep, keep applying fasting. For job i keep doing all those things knowing that the trying of my faith is working out something inside of me and
1: here's what happens oh when you god. start to mature you'll know that you start to mature because here's the immaturity we see in a lot of the saints and we used to be those immature saints mm-hmm. where you say why is this happening to me yes but see when you start to know who you are in god you say to the devil you pick the right one mm-hmm. no you pick mm-hmm. you pick the right yeah. one you yeah. pick the right one. I'll because, be a huckleberry. No, I'll be a huckleberry <laughs> because they who know their God mm-hmm. will be strong and do great exploits. Mm-hmm. So literally, here's how God, how good God is. God will literally use the trouble that the enemy set out to try to destroy you to then give you a testimony. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 He, 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 he's setting you up. You think it's a setback, but it's really a setup. So, God looks and sees what the enemy is bringing to mm-hmm. you. He and says, let's be clear what the enemy brings to what you. What the enemy brings mm-hmm. to you. And God says, I'm going to use that to give you a testimony. Mm-hmm. Why? Because you need to understand this that when you break something, see, we're talking spiritual come on, come now. On, come on. That once I break something, yes. I don't have, once I break something, yes. I have the authority to break it in your life. Mm-hmm. Now, let me say this to yes. many of you. Many of you are trying to take authority over stuff in other people's lives. You have not broken in your own you life. You got to break it in your you own gotta life break first. it in your own life first so the enemy literally brings you these he brings you these temptations to bring destruction mm-hmm. to you right and then mm. now god says hold on we gonna take that and li- this. think about it like this all we gonna do right yeah, there my li-
0: y'all, i'm over here patting my leg
1: all we gonna do right there he said he says god says all right the enemy brought this to you we're gonna learn to live weights with this mm-hmm we go. going to learn to lift weights with this right yeah, here. Yeah. We're going to learn to lift weights yeah. with this. We're going to press this. we go press this. And then what happens is it becomes a light affliction. Mm-hmm. This thing that looked like it should have crushed yeah. you. It should have took you out. It becomes a light affliction. In fact, it puts the enemy where it should be, which is on your heels mm-hmm. and underneath your feet. And so other people are somewhere in a crazy war having to be to have somebody um, <laughs> meditate and pat yeah, them on the back. Yeah. And you standing there as a champion because you are unbothered because you know who your God is is. But let me tell you something. You can't get that watching TV all day. Come on. You You can't get that watching TV all day. These, He said these kind come out
0: but by prayer Prayer and and fasting. And And that's why we fasting this (laughs) month.
1: Why? Because there are some things that have been in your life too long. There are things you have tolerated too long. You've been broke too long. You done got to a $1,000 in your savings account too long. You've had allergies too long. You've had chronic diseases too long. Too long. So what we're going to do is we're going to put some pressure see because what happens is is God teaches you how to use the pressure to then pressure what was pressuring you.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's why the Bible says yeah. it's a righteous thing for him uh, to trouble, trouble your trouble. trouble. When He and, and what we don't realize is that him troubling our trouble is him giving us the ability to push past what it is. It's trying to push on us.
1: OK, so let me give you all a couple examples. So when we were trying to fix our marriage, we weren't trying to fix our marriage for the world. Right. We had absolutely no interest yeah. in fixing our marriage for the world. We just was trying not to go to jail. or (laughs) hell. We just was trying not to go to either one of those. What happens is is that when we Break out of that because we learned the manipulation of the enemy Mm -hmm. in marriage. Mm -hmm. Now there are hundreds of marriages that have been restored because once we had authority, we could execute authority. So when you break something in your life, now you can go be a breaker for other people. Come on, come on. And let me tell you, part of this release anointing we're going to see, we're going to see the break. Oh, absolutely. There's going to be because there cannot be release without the break. That's right. There cannot be release without the breakthrough. Which
0: is why we want you to break the things in your life first. We don't want you to wait till July and then start breaking them. We want these things to be broken right now, today. So we spend the next 11 months just really sharing the gospel with everybody across the world. Everybody we come in contact with.
1: Because we got to get you out of the place where you always need a breakthrough so we can go win some souls. Come on now. We got to get you out of the place where you always need something to happen for you so we can go touch the world. Because there's still too many people who don't know Jesus. We got to get them out of the situation of always needing a breakthrough so that they can
0: float and operate in the things of God so that they will attract others to them and say, hey, how are you doing this? How are so you then doing they get an opportunity to tell people about the God in
1: their life. Let me tell you something. Some of you are about to step into a season where literally the breakthrough on your life is going to be so supernatural that people are literally going to say, how? i received that. Did you do that? You better
0: receive that. How?
1: Somebody ought to did say it right do down in the comment section. How I did you do that? That. That doesn't make sense. I received How that. How did you do that? Yeah. That I doesn't make it. sense. Now the same thing is true with Jordan. Yeah. Jordan is 16 years old. I know at least 10 kids who now talk because they, their mothers heard the testimony and then they went and did what we did. We broke through and our breaker anointing came on them. But I got to tell y'all this. I got to tell y'all this. You can't get what we get if you don't do what we do. True. I, I, this is true. really important to it's tell true. you So when we go on the fast next week Well, we already fasting But if, when we go on the fast corporately next week If you don't fast, you're not qualified yeah. I, It's so important for me to tell people that You can't get what we get yeah. If you don't do what we do yeah. It's one of the things that, reasons that Pastor Edwin and I have learned We take that scripture, we live by it It says to follow after those Who, who, who through faith and, and patience, patience Have received the and promise what is that word patience again? Consistency Through faith and consistency so, we're looking at people that we have seen consistently yep. produce in ministry. Yep. And then we look at what they're doing and then we model what they're doing. We got to get you past this point that you think you can just make a declaration of release yep. because that is why the spirit of discouragement gets many yep. of you. You make a declaration, but you don't follow instructions
0: because you have no intentionality. Because you have you no gotta intentionality. You got to have intention. People talk about, I want to be consistent. That's my thing this I'm going to be consistent. Or I'm going to go to the gym. Or I'm going to lose the weight. Not if you don't have intentionality. You have to be so intentional. Goals are great, but you have to have intentionality. If you don't have intentionality, when the world comes and shows up at your door, knocking with all of its troubles, you give in. You You cave in. You You quit.
1: And you quit. But Hebrews 10 and 23, it says, let us hold tightly without wavering to the hope we affirm for God can be trusted. Now you to know, keep his you promise. know, I'm gonna you tell you to, to type that about.
0: type that in there. God can be trusted. God can be trusted. God can be trusted. Why can God be trusted? Because he's a bazillion and, 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 and zero. He ain't never lost he's the battle. He never lost the battle. And, and as Chris, when they sing, they say, and he never wins. And he never wins. he never wins. And he he's never, never lost. See,
1: you've got to settle for yourself. Yeah. That God can be trusted. But here's the dynamic of it. You can never find out that God can be trusted till you trust him. Till you trust him. And the only way you know he can be trusted is that you go through the process. You got to go through I the process. I
0: used to tell people in our church all the time, the worst thing you can do is to quit in the middle of a faith fight. It's the worst thing you can do. Why? Because if you quit in the middle of the faith fight, what it does is it your mind says this can't be done. So the next time you're in a faith fight, it becomes easier to quit. We, and I, we believe that so much that even in our kids' lives, when they used to do activities, soccer, baseball, ballet, whatever they wanted to do, we didn't always make them stay with the sport, but they couldn't quit in the middle of a season.
1: They had to finish the you had
0: to finish the season. I want you to finish this season. Yes. I want you not to give in, not to cave in, and not to quit. I need you to finish this season. The Bible tells us that there's a reward if we'll just hang in there. Galatians 6 and 9, it says, and let us not grow weary while doing good. Pastor Raft taught an entire series about this. For in due season, we shall reap if we do not lose heart. Understand this. God promises us that if we do not quit, we will be blessed. Yes. We can trust his promise. We
1: can trust his promise He promises. can be
0: trusted. So what does it mean to faint? Because mm. we, we look at that word faint. To faint means to give up to cave in and to quit. But here in this scripture, Galatians 6 and 9, he says, if we persevere, what does it mean to persevere? To continue in a course of action even in the face of difficulty or with little or no prospect of success. In other words, when everything looks like it's over, we still stay with God.
1: We still stay with God. It
0: says, then we shall reap. And you, you, you've been to law school, you got a law degree. When you see the word shall, that doesn't mean it can not happen. It means absolute. It means absolute. It means absolute. He absolute. says, So if we don't fall out, if we don't give up in face of great difficulty, even when it looks like there's no benefit, he says then we shall reap. What that word reap mean? It means to receive a reward or benefit as a consequence of one's own or other people's action. The question, Pastor Sean, is not
1: if it's going to happen. It's just when. It's just when. So I'm hanging in there because it's not about if it's going to happen. So you got to decide today. That's what we're asking you to do. We're asking you to decide today on the first Sunday. That come hell or high water, you will not quit. Yes. You may move slow, you may not get knocked down, but you will not quit. Yes. I want you to decide. You got to decide. See, because no matter how you much decide we teach, right now, and no matter how much we prophesy, no matter what God says, if you quit, if you quit, you can't receive. Mm-hmm. You have to keep going. You have to keep. Going, I can remember when I was working out with Jimmy, he would never let me leave on a bad note. Yep. He would never let me leave on a bad note for that same point, Mm -hmm. right? Because if I leave on a bad note, it gets reinforced in my thinking that that's the best that I can do. He would always get me. He would be like, we got to take a break. We're going to regroup. We're going to come back. Can you get at least 15 seconds of this? Can you get at least three reps of this? Why? Because he was trying to train me how to think like a winner. You've got to decide right now. I don't care what life you got to decide right now, because this is what I saw a lot in 2020. We declared it was going to be the season of great harvest. Mm -hmm. Then there's a pandemic. And then our people, not the world, our people start saying, like, we're going to throw 2020 away. Why the heck is we throwing 2020 away? Why are you
0: throwing a whole year of harvest away?
1: How are you throwing a whole year of harvest away?
0: Because the world told you it wasn't? Because the world. Whose report do you believe? Whose
1: report do you believe? Oh, If some of you honest, you still believe the report of the world. That's why you get what the world has to offer. See, when you believe the report of the world, all you can get is what the world is giving. That is why we must train ourselves to believe the report Of the Lord What did God say Did God say it's the year of great release Then I don't care what has to happen Release is coming to me Mm -hmm. I'm going to grow up I'm going to discipline myself I'm going to buckle down I'm going to tame my tongue Tame my thoughts Tame my temperament Tame my team Because all I know is that When I show up to January the first Sunday in 2022 I'm going to have a dance I'm going to have a testimony Because I'm not quitting on myself again
0: That's why Galatians 6 and 9 in the New Living Translation, it says the same thing, but it says it like this. It says, so let's not get tired then of doing good. So no matter what we do in 2021, we're not going to get tired. We're not going to get tired. We don't care what comes our way. We're not going to get tired of doing good. It says at just the right time. So that means I don't have to be concerned about when it's going to happen, when it's going to happen. I just need to be focused on doing what God told me to do. And at just the right time, I'm going to reap a harvest of blessings
1: if I don't give up. Here's what I hear the Lord saying. What we're breaking off of them is the containment that causes them to quit
0: mm. the
1: containment that causes them to quit. Because we're trying you to get you stepping, to overcome that temptation. You are stepping out of the containment that is caught co- the con- place you've been contained in your mind. The container isn't even real outside. It's a temptation. It's a temptation. That's why we're t- Overcoming the
0: temptation. The container is just a temptation for you to do something. Yes. And, and all in, and, and understand this a temptation is just a strong desire For a wrongful pleasure that Mm. offers a temporary escape from an agonizing emotion. Ooh, say that again. A temptation, hear me, because that's what this containment is, right? The containment that wants him to quit is just a temptation. But we have to understand what a temptation is. A temptation is just a strong desire for a wrongful pleasure that offers a temporary escape from an agonizing emotion. The the agonizing emotion is that God's word is not going to come to pass for me. It's not going to happen for me. So what is the temptation to quit? Because what will quitting do? It gives me a temporary relief of feeling like, oh, my God, this didn't work for me. At least I can settle in my mind that God's word ain't true.
1: So it is. It's when I feel anxiety Mm. here. Now, I'm about to mess with some of y'all. Y'all need to hear this. When I feel anxiety, instead of getting in my word and making confessions, what I do is I drink some wine to cut the edge. Mm-hmm. I watch six shows on Netflix because it is giving
0: me a for pleasure. It is offering me a temporary escape from an agonizing emotion.
1: So sometimes, so here's a question you guys need to start asking yourself when you're spending that much time watching TV, when you gotta drink the wine, is that an escape from reality are you doing it to escape from reality and many of you you're living in escapism right and, so, so and don't
0: get don't get mad about your wine and don't get mad about your TV you watch it and drink it as you will the question becomes why are you doing it
1: and what is it costing and you? what is it costing you why to do? are you doing it and what are you co- yes. what is it costing yes. you so then what you're telling me is that because I've been single for a while and it seemed like to me that being single didn't really serve what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna offer my body up inside sexual sin because what I read the definition is that it's a temptation It's just a strong desire for a wrongful pleasure see God ain't against pleasure what God is against is wrongful Mm -hmm. pleasure because wrongful pleasure only offers a temporary escape which is the reason that many of you lay up with people and then as soon as it get done you can hear the Holy Spirit talking to you telling you that you better than that why because it's just a wrongful it's a wrongful pleasure that only offers a temporary escape escape
0: the truth is you can, you can call it post sex clarity post sex clarity because the moment you done now you realize oh my god i shouldn't have done this 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 didn't satisfy me in the sense of me getting what i wanted i i i, I literally just did something to get rid of this agonizing emotion and it was only temporary
1: No, it's so important that we understand this. Right. Because what do we do with agonizing emotions? We bring them under subjection to the word. So we've learned to escape instead of using the word in order to build the strength in us. So when that thing comes. Yeah that we know how to make it. And then another deception of the enemy is to make you feel like you're the only one, but we already told you that oh, you're yeah, special, yeah. but your circumstances aren't yes, unique. Yeah. I just wanted to throw yeah, that in. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Because one of because one of the ways that that temporarily escaping situations uh, works for us is because what happens is we really prematurely and selfishly quit. That's that's the truth. No, hold on. It, you gotta call, call it what it is.
1: Stephanie says she said, We're gonna call it PSC. It's either post-sex clarity or post-seeing clarity. <laughs> because some of y'all, y'all like, well, I'm not having sex, but you got some post-seeing clarity. As soon as you spend that time, the clarity comes mm, back that you shouldn't mm. have done it. As soon as you cuss that person out, the clarity PSC. comes back. PSC, <laughs> you need to you don't want you wanna have you wanna have pre-seeing clarity. See, many of us are operating in post scene clarity. We want to shift to pre scene clarity. Amen.
0: Amen. And that's the reason that what we're doing this morning. We wanted to come and listen. I know it's been fifty minutes, but we wanted to come and we wanted to to really drill into you this idea that we're not quitting this year. We're not. Quitting we're not giving year. up. We're not. We're not going to let you quit.
1: I, every every, every church
0: fellowship of champions. Do champions quit? Champions don't quit. That's how you get you
1: get the you get the title champion because you win. So if you if you a partner this year and we see you quitting, we calling you on it. We gonna call we you. We calling on you on because quitting. you can't give we, up. We, we see your Facebook post. You get can't all cave flat. in. We we calling you on you it because we ain't quit. You we not you can't
0: quit. All right. It's what the Bible says in 1 Corinthians 15 and 58. And I love this this scripture for the year. This is the one we hang our hat on for this year. It says, therefore, my beloved brothers and sisters, with all that we have going for us. We got a lot going for us. We got a lot
1: going for us. I want everybody to say, I got a lot going for me.
0: Come on. Say, I got a lot going for me. He says, therefore, my beloved brothers and sisters, with all we have going for us, be ye steadfast and unmovable. Be firmly planted, living your lives, I love this, with an unshakable confidence, always abounding in the work of the Lord. It says, we know that we prosper and we excel, watch this, in every season. How? By serving the Lord, because we are assured that our union, our partnership with the Lord makes our labor both productive And it is not a waste of time or a waste of effort. I'm telling you, everything we do for the Lord this year is going to prosper.
1: Everything we go to, did for who?
0: For those who are in no, with who the no, everyone would do Lord. Something
1: for who? The Lord. The Lord. The Lord. It, the we're Lord. not telling you everything you do go prosper right, this right, year. Right. We're telling you what you do for the Lord. So you need to be getting with the Lord, saying, Lord, what do you want me to do for you this year? Because, because that's, that's the only way you
0: can do it in faith, anyway. Because yeah. we know that faith begins where where, where the will of God, the will is will God is known.
1: Where the will of God is known. Listen,
0: listen. When well, I, I I so encourage you to understand that you read your Bible, there are glimpses of people all throughout the Bible who didn't quit. Mm -hmm. There's a story in John chapter six. In John chapter six, at the end of that chapter, verse 64 through 69, we encounter uh, this conversation that Jesus is having with his disciples. And one of the things that he does is, is Simon Peter gives us this this wonderful illustration because in in verse 64, um, it comes up, it says, it says, but there are some of you, that believe not. Now this is Jesus talking to his disciples. He says, there are some of you that believe not. It says, for Jesus knew that from the beginning who they were that believe not Mm -hmm. and who should betray him. And Jesus said, therefore, I said unto you that no man can come unto me except it were given unto him of my father. From that time, many of his disciples went back. Now watch this, Jesus is preaching his word. The word is so heavy for them What they decide is I'm going to give up. I'm going to quit. I'm not going to follow him. It says from that time, many of his disciples went back and walked no more with him. And then verse 67 begins with Jesus asking his 12 disciples a question. He says, will you go away also? You leave it too." So so we're talking about fasting next week. Are you going to leave us in January because we're fasting
1: and come back in February and think you go harvest?
0: Are you going to leave because it gets tough? Are you going to cave in and quit? Are, are you we, gonna
1: leave because the word corrects you?
0: Are you gonna Are you gonna leave because we tell you that tithing is right? Are we gonna
1: leave? Are you gonna leave because we tell you a fornicating is wrong? Are
0: you gonna leave because we tell you you need to spend time in your word and in prayer? Will you leave also? That's what he was asking his disciples. But I love what Simon Peter said. Exactly. Simon Peter answered him in verse sixty-eight, and he said, "Lord, to Where whom we go? shall we go?" He says, "Thou hast the words of eternal life, and we believe." We believe, what do you believe? Simon Peter says, and we believe and are sure that thou art the Christ, the son of the living God. Do
1: you believe he is the son of the living God? Do you believe he's the Christ? If I
0: believe it and circumstances come my way and they say, hey, you just quit, why should I quit? Why where should I'm going to go? Where I'm going to go. That should be your question. That should be what you ask yourself this this year.
1: But what we learned from you Jesus go? here, what we learn from Jesus, which is what we tried to do. Even if you turn back, we not. We not. Jesus didn't the go. The Bible says the multitude left him. They, he was left with about 15 people. But let me tell you why they left him. Because he said to them earlier, he said, you only here for the fish anyway. Mm-hmm. So you know who go turn back? The people who only yeah. here for the stuff? When
0: I don't get my car. I don't get my house. I don't get my job. I don't get my man. I don't get my woman. When I don't get those things, I'ma turn back.
1: Come on, come on, come on. So if you find yourself turning back, you know that you labor among these people who only want him for his stuff to begin with. I'm like Peter. Where would I go? Where I'm gonna go? Where would I go? He says. He's, he says. He says. We know you have
0: the words. Of eternal life, and you are the Christ, the anointed one, and his anointed.
1: Do you know why we really need to quit being crazy? What's that? We need to quit being crazy because the Lord has helped us even when we was running from Him. Yes, absolutely. We need to quit, stop all the crazy because the Lord has helped us. Everybody on this live has been in a situation that you got yourself into because you directly disobeyed the instruction of the Lord and you cried out for mercy and he Helped you. Every person on this live knows of a situation that you did not get your full mm-hmm. consequences because the Lord showed mercy and grace. So, you know what we need to do? We need to stop the crazy. What I heard when you were talking is this is that part of the year release is God is challenging us to grow up. Grow up. He's challenging us to grow up. And
0: here's the good news while we're growing up no matter how tough it is. God will not abandon. God us. will not abandon. Us. God will say that in the comment section. Say that in I the comment section. Say God will not abandon. God me. will not. I was <laughs> leave, but say I was it, up, it, up to it. it say babe. It now. Say it now. God will not abandon us.
1: How do you know God won't abandon you? You was with that dude who wanted to beat you to death, and you found a way out. You were in a situation where you blew all your money, and God made a way out. God will not abandon. You he will not abandon you. tell him why he won't abandon them, babe. Second Thessalonians <laughs> 3 and 3. You stole my part. <laughs> this like Easter speeches. You stole my tell part. Him why, babe? Second Thessalonians 3 and 3 it says, But the Lord, but the Lord is, is faithful, faithful, who shall establish you and keep you from evil. The voice translation says it like this. Still, the Lord is true to his promises. He will hold you up Mm -hmm. and guard you against the evil one. Mm -hmm. You know what I love about this scripture? It means that every instruction. This is the maturity I had to come Mm -hmm. to that everything God told me it was to protect me from the evil.
0: Everything. No matter. Even even when it seems like and I say seems like when it seems like he's withholding something from you the reality of it is if you know his word it's because he's he's guarding you Against the evil one, he's guarding the evil one he's against you. He's guarding you yes. against
1: the evil one. So legitimately, this is part of the grow he's up. Not just in the past. He is. He's, he's faithful. faithful. We want us to grow up to the point that when God says no, we're not throwing temper tantrums, or we're not we're not throwing temper tantrums like toddlers, and we're not rebelling anyway like teenagers. Because if you're still doing either one of those things, you're not very mature. Mm-hmm. Because it's t- it's toddlers who throw temper tantrums and it's teenagers who rebel. And so you got to get to the point that you say we tried to teach our kids this. The Holy Ghost tells you things to to keep keep you safe." safe. I love Morgan Richardson said I will grow up. Yes. I don't know who growing up with yes. her but I'm growing that when God tells you now is not the season to date and you watching other people and they had all of their plaid pajamas on for for Christmas and now you like I'm by Christmas I'm going to have somebody and he's telling you it's not your season today. It's not because God is against you. Mm-hmm. It is because God is for you. Everything that God is telling us to do, it is a parameter around us that a Allows us to live our best life and be protected from the evil Mm -hmm. one. Mm -hmm. My God. That's why he says, he says, when you come into this protection, then no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Now, let me throw this in. I know this isn't in the notes, but and also let me tell you what will really help you from this is that you got to break up with comparison. Your journey is your journey. If you want to stop fainting and quitting and falling out, then you need to stay in your lane and let God do in your life what he's doing. Even as a wife, sometimes there's been times where God has called me to fast and he didn't call you to fast. And you is flat over there. You and all the kids, y'all eating chicken and Dr. Peppers and all of that stuff. And he's like, I need you to fast. Maturity comes to the point that I stop looking at the left or the right, what you get to do, what Chris gets to do. And I say, I'm going to obey God, why? Because he is faithful and everything he's saying is designed to keep me from the evil one.
0: That's so good. Comparison opens the door for doubt to come into your
1: life. Mm-hmm. Comparison
0: is one of those seeds that gets mm-hmm. planted. And it's times where you start to wonder whether or not God cares about you, whether God loves you, whether this is going to come to pass. And that is when trouble hits. That is when trouble hits. What we have to know is settle for ourselves. I said it. God will never abandon us. But also, God is dependable.
1: God is dependable.
0: God is dependable.
1: And we don't know the timing of God. Right. And you can't compare
0: because you don't know somebody else's life story. You don't, you don't know, know, know what else story. they have walked through. You don't know what they've seen. So if somebody gets their blessing today, you can't be like, well, they just came on board. You don't know what they've been through. What you need to believe is that God is big enough to do what He said He would do for you, and then celebrate everybody else in the process. And you
1: also don't know everything that's shining ain't gold. Full pyrite. Yeah, but some of that is pyrite. Fool. So though. you don't know that because two people look good on social media, or somebody looks happy in their job, or but somebody's driving. But that's a driving. comparison thing. You yes. can make anything look good in a click of a picture.
0: Yes. You don't know how they're fighting at home. You don't know what they're going through. They taking pictures, holding up a toilet seat outside of a window. They'll talk about on the beach And it look like the beach But they at home Broke as they can be You don't know what people are doing So don't allow your life To be compared to what somebody is living On social media
1: Just go after what God Just has go for you Just go after what God has for and you And stay in your lane yes. amen, amen Amen Not amen. only will God the, the number one fear that the devil tries to put on Christians Is the fear that God's promises mm-hmm. will not come to pass But God is dependable somebody Everybody say, say God. God is, is de- dependable, dependable and he will never let us down.
0: Yes.
1: And the times when we wonder where God is, is when trouble hits us mm-hmm. are the times during which we are undergoing training. Come on, say you that. need to see trouble as a time of training. When trouble rises up, it When trouble rises up, that's my training ground. Mm -hmm. That's when God is teaching me how to use the shield of faith. That's when God is teaching me how to use the sword of the word. That's when God is teaching me how to use prayer and fasting in order to release his will in the earth. I got to quit being so I got to stop expecting that walking with God is going to be some kind of magical experience that I'm never going to have to. You know, it's, it looks great on the other side of our, where our marriage is now. It looks great on the other side of where Jordan is now. It looks great on the other side of where our finances are now. But we had to walk through the training period.
0: We did. And the great news about that, though, is that he will give you peace while you're going through He'll the training. Give you peace. He'll give you peace while you're going through the training. It's why the Bible says in John 16 and 33, it says these things have I spoken unto you that in me ye might have peace. So he gives us the word so we can have peace. Yes. He gives us the and that word peace means nothing missing and, nothing, and nothing, broken. nothing broken. He says, these things, I'm speaking them to you so that when trouble comes, because it's going to come, he says that you will have peace. He says in the world, you shall, that's that word again, you shall have what? tribulation. You shall or troubles. have tribulation. You should have problems and circumstances that arise that are not favorable. It says, but be of good cheer. What do you mean, Jesus? How am I supposed to be happy when all these troubles are going on? He says, because I have already what? Overcome the world. And if Jesus has overcome the world, then greater is he that is in us, that's in the world. So if he's overcome the world, I've overcome the world.
1: So you're telling me that God is so gracious that He sent Jesus to redeem us. Mm-hmm. Jesus is so gracious that He gave us the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit has already overcome everything, and we got the overcomer on the, inside, on the of inside of us. Say, I got the overcomer on the inside of me. I
0: got the overcomer. I got the over on the inside of me. I know. Yes, I do.
1: Englishes have, but God. I is got strong. I got. I got. got. Yes, like I, I got. got the overcomer on the inside of me. Yes. And when I get that. It is imperative that we don't let others opinions stop us from what God has called us to do. I had a friend who asked me the other day, they said, what is your biggest takeaway of 2020? And I said, my biggest takeaway of 2020 is that God was right. In 2013, the Lord (laughs) told me that was revelation. No, no, I'm saying, (laughs) but 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 standing in, standing in, in it's revelation. It's revelation. I can remember when I used to say that I could build the kind of business I have teach people about God, help people shift their lives, help women grow their businesses, and that I could do it, and I didn't have to take God out of it. Mm-hmm. You know how many coaches I had over the years. Say, man, we could help
0: you get, blow up we if can you help just you don't say Jesus.
1: If you just don't say Jesus, if you just say spiritual power, if you just say higher being, and I was like, no, because I know what God said. And in the middle of the pandemic, I had the best year of my business because I just did it his way. I didn't let other people's opinions. at the beginning of 2020, someone said to me, I could help you if you would give up all of this God stuff. Yeah. And I was like, I don't want, see, may you never, may you never, may you never ever, get to ever. the place that you will take something if God isn't in it. Mm-hmm. And, and I got to the end of the year and I was like, Oh my god, look what he did because I just wouldn't listen to the opinions of even the yeah, experts. Yeah. Of even the experts,
0: it's why he says in Mark 13 and 13, you may be hated of all men, yeah, for my namesake. That you they was like, We could help this son if she would just do it our way. No, 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 I'm gonna stick with God. They say you may be hated of all men for my name's sake, but he that shall endure till the end, to the end, the same. Shall be saved, and that word saved don't just mean going to heaven, it you means, means delivered. delivered. You were delivered into your best year ever in your business, you were delivered into new contacts yes. internationally. Why? Because you
1: chose to do it God's way, because I chose to do it God's way. See, we need to understand that we're in a spiritual battle. Mm-hmm. We need to learn that we are in a spiritual battle and the stakes are high. We must not give in and quit. We must not. We must not give we in must and not. quit. And I think one of the biggest things that's really helped me for uh, to understand is that my obedience is attached to somebody's life. Mm. And because I've literally had people tell me I was going to commit suicide before I met you. Mm. I really understand the magnitude of that. But we don't even understand who may be. It's us showing up the way God says that it's the difference in life and death between them. And maybe not suicide, but maybe what your kids grow up to be. Maybe what happens with your neighbor. Our obedience Mm. is attached to somebody else's life. And the Bible says in Hebrews 3, 12 through 14, it says, be careful then, dear brothers and sisters, make sure that your own hearts are not evil and unbelieving, turning you away from the living God. Now, there's more to that scripture, but before we go on, you need to read this. Nothing turns you away from the living God but your own evil and unbelieving heart. It's why it says that we are drawn away. We drawn away by the lust of our own of flesh. Our
0: own flesh. Our own so flesh. if you walk away from God, something was in you pulling you, and you listen to it more than you listen to God.
1: So any sin that I'm in right now, any sin, any sin that somebody's practicing right mm-hmm. now, you're there because it was in your flesh. Yes. It was yes. there, it was in your flesh. And you it haven't says, crucified, and you haven't sense. crucified your flesh. Yes. It says be sure that your own hearts are not evil and unbelieving. What's the best way that you can ask, find out whether your heart is un- evil and unbelieving? Ask the Holy Ghost. Ask the Holy Ghost. He,
0: cause he cannot lie.
1: He cannot lie. I did a live yesterday, and I told them to ask the Holy Ghost if if they really loved God. And people said that they were shook at their answer when the Holy Ghost said, "You actually don't."
0: Because he cannot lie. Because he cannot lie. It's like when he, it's like when they asked you, when Peter said to Jesus, "If it be you, bid me to come." And so all, all could say on. was, "Come on," because it's me.
1: I double dog there somebody right now to ask the Lord, what is evil and unbelieving in my heart? See, because if you can get it out, then you won't be so tempted to quit. What is evil and unbelieving in my heart? Mm-hmm. He says, why? You must warn each other every day. See, you may get tired because I'm always talking about obedience, but this is actually biblical what we well, do. He says, you gotta warn. He says, you gotta warn each other every day while it is today that none of you may be deceived. By sin and hardened against God, so the longer I play with sin, mm. the harder I get towards God. So,
0: so deceived mm. by sin, mm. calling something God says is wrong, right?
1: Uh oh.
0: That, that's all. We ain't got. You don't have to deal with what it is. Calling anything that God has said wrong, right through any methods of justification is actually being deceived in your heart. And the longer you're deceived, the more hardened your heart becomes.
1: My God, my God. He says, listen, I want to read that again. You must warn. So uh, let me say this. All of you believers who believe nobody should be in your business, that's not biblical. It's not. It's not biblical. It says we are to warn each other every day while it is still today so that none of you are deceived, led into deception, led into captivity by sin and hardened against God. So that and tells me it's impossible to be led into sin. It's impossible to be led into sin and not be hardened against God.
0: Because that word and is a conjunction that connects two things. Right. Uh So I
1: can't. So there's no way in the world that I can be. Be practicing sin, laying in sin, and be tender towards God. Practicing sin and laying in sin is an indication that my heart
0: is hardened. Oh, say it again. Laying in sin and practicing sin is indication that my heart is hardened.
1: So if, if you're practicing sin right now, your heart needs to be tenderized mm-hmm, towards God. Mm-hmm. We're not talking about missing the mark, but we're talking about you've gotten a blatant disregard and disrespect. Calling
0: what God calls wrong right. Calling. Period.
1: Now, let me give you one that people do. It's when they say they're not going to forgive. Your heart has been hardened against God. Yeah. The Bible says when they ask Jesus. It's a million
0: we could give. But but, but, but I thought that's
1: a good one because that one, you know, that's a good one. When people go. I'm, I'm not gonna forgive them. The, I've already forgiven them too much. The Bible says seventy times 70, seven times 70 a day. Have you forgiven somebody 490 times every single day? Then you have not tapped out on the forgiveness that God has put on the inside of you. Mm-hmm. And so what we do, I love what you're saying when you say, this is why we have to let the Holy Ghost purify us because here's what we know. It says you must warn each other every day while it is today so that none of you are deceived by sin and hardened by God. For if we are faithful and to the end, Trusting God as firmly as when we first believe we will share in the things that belong to Christ. So with the heart and heart, I can't share. But the other thing I want to point out to this is that you can be going to church every week. Yep. You can be still tithing, and your heart be hardened toward God. That's why you have to ask the Holy Ghost is my heart. Tender toward God? Am I operating in a place where I am deceived by sin? Because many times we go back to that comparison thing where we judge our lives by what somebody else is doing and we end up in pride and this high expectation of who we are. And all you got to do is ask God.
0: So, what I hear you saying then is that this life we're living Mm -hmm. is not a playground. It's a battleground.
1: It's a battleground.
0: It's not a playground. It's a battleground and then we need to approach it like that. We need to be strategic and we need to understand the rules of engagement, mm-hmm. the rules of engagement for us. Our weapon is obedience. Mm-hmm. Obedience is the thing that we take with us on the battlefield that causes us to always triumph. We are overcomers mm-hmm. in Christ Jesus when we obey. I, when we people just say I'm a world overcomer, not if you're not obedient to God. You are a world overcomer because you choose to obey and do the things that God instructs us to do. It is why the Bible tells us in Romans eight and thirty-seven. It says, "Nay, in all things we are more than conquerors through Him that loved us." But but what we under, need to understand is that's a that's a that's that's a qualifier in that if we are obeying, if we are obeying Him,
1: if we are obeying. I just heard the Lord say this: Don't allow your pleasure to cut you off from the life of Christ. Mm-hmm. Don't allow your pleasure. Whatever that pleasure is for, don't allow your pleasure. Crucify your flesh so that your pleasure is for God and for the things of God. Amen. Amen. If we are considering quitting, we must think about Jesus and what he went through. There is nothing that God is ever going to ask us to do that compares to Jesus. Mm. You know, we get so worked up because God wants us to do these things, but nothing that we're going to do is going to compare to anything that Jesus has done. And like
0: like anything, what does quitting begin?
1: In the, it begins in your, thought it begin in your thought life. It begins in your thought That's life. That's why we
0: say you got to tame these
1: thoughts. You got to be able to,
0: you got to take them into captivity because if we quit in our minds, we'll eventually quit in our lives. Yes. You know, we read Isaiah, you talked about considering what Jesus went through. Well, look at what it says in Isaiah 40, 28 and 31. It declared what he went through before he ever went through it mm-hmm. because Jesus wasn't around and when Isaiah was, 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 was being written yeah. this. It says, hast thou not known? It says, hast thou not heard? that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, he fainteth not, neither is he weary. It says, there is no searching of his understanding. He giveth power to the faint. So when we are being discouraged, where are we going to get the power from? Jesus. Jesus. He giveth power to the faint and to them that have no might so that they might
1: increase their strength.
0: So when folks talk about, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to lean on Jesus. I'm going to depend on him because that's where my strength is going to come from. It says, even the youth shall faint and be weary and the young men shall utterly fall. It says, but they that wait up on the Lord, They shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run, watch this, and not be weary. And they shall walk and they shall not faint.
1: So there is a supernatural strength available to those who put their weight on the Lord. Say it again. There is a supernatural strength to those who put the weight on the Lord. One more time. There is a supernatural strength. (laughs) To those that put their weight yes, on the Lord. Yes, and some of you are worn out. And the indication that you are worn out is that your weight is not on the Lord. We it's serve
0: yours. a God who didn't give up.
1: We serve a, God who, we serve a
0: God who, when he was on the cross, never said a mumbling word. We serve a God who had the capacity and the ability to call down legions of angels. Could a white man count off the face of the earth. But we were so precious to him, he shut
1: his mouth. And the Bible says as Jesus is in this world so, so are, are we. we and some of you you got to make a decision are you a new creature or are you just a human mm. you got to make a decision because you're getting worn out because you haven't decided that what God said about you is you tr- is true if any man be in Christ he is new. He is endued with supernatural power from on high. That's Bible. You got to decide whether you believe that or not. Ask your neighbor, say, do you actually believe the Bible? (laughs) Do you actually believe the Bible? You got to believe the Bible more for blessed going in and blessed coming out, head and not the tail. You got to believe you are a new creature with supernatural strength. Somebody say
0: this. Say, my troubles
1: have an expiration date
0: my troubles have an expiration date. They do. Trouble don't last always. The Bible says that weeping may endure for the night, but what? Joy is going to come in the morning. You got to understand there are some things that we as believers must do in order to make it through trouble because our trouble does have an expiration date. Look at Proverbs chapter 4. Proverbs chapter four, verse 25 through 27, very plainly tells us what we need to do. It says, keep a vigilant watch over our heart. That's the, that's taming that, that, that inner being of ours. It says, that's where life starts. That's where life starts. It says, don't talk out of both sides of your mouth. In other words, watch your words, tame your tongue. It says, avoid careless banter. Don't just be saying stuff like, "Well, you know, it's just I'm just keeping it real. It is how it is. Uh, I'm already broke, so 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 when I get my STEMI check, uh, I, I'm all, it's already spent. I mean, just
1: don't say that I kind of stuff." I saw so many believers making jokes about that STEMI it, check. It's a, it's a lot like, of memes about it. It's just like you ain't got. But see. And it's funny because you've always laughed at me about this, that I take that careless banter thing real seriously, Mm -hmm. that you don't just say everything. Every meme is not for share. Every joke is not to be told because your mind and the spirit don't know when you're joking and when you're serious.
0: It's why he says don't talk out of both sides of your mouth. He says avoid careless banter, white white lies. lies, and gossip. He says keep your eyes where? Straight ahead. Ignore all y'all hear me? Ignore all the sideshow distractions. He says, watch your step and the road will stretch out smooth before you. When I see that, I think about an old dirt road with a bunch of gravel and stuff in it, that when I start to obey the Lord, it just becomes a smooth asphalt road. He said, it'll stretch out smooth before you. He says, now look neither to the left or the right, leave evil in the dust, leave evil, in, leave the evil dust. in the
1: dust. Y'all, what is evil? It's that twisted thinking we talked about two weeks ago. It's anything that God don't want you to have. Leave it's it in anything the dust. That God don't want you to do. Leave it in the dust. Trouble has it's an, an expiration date. Yes, trouble you. has an expiration. I'm telling day. you. Oh, where was that scripture?
0: You know, we we I don't know. We've been at this for hour nineteen minutes. I don't know if we should. Stop this! No, I want I want to
1: end with this. <laughs> okay. Let's end with this scripture here because I think we got to talk about this. Psalms twenty-three and se- twenty-seven and thirteen. Okay,
0: Psalms twenty-seven and thirteen. Twenty-seven
1: and thirteen. First of all, I want to commend all of y'all who have getting some discipline and you like I can sit and ooh, hear the ooh. word.
0: Read Second Corinthians for them first, though. You read Second Corinthians. Okay, so oh, so I'm gonna read Second Corinthians in the new out of the New Living Translation before she reads. You can tell we get more comfortable. This, we this, acting this,
1: like we really at home this, now. Right, right, right. Yeah. This,
0: this gonna this gonna set you up for some greatness right here because in reality our troubles are only temporary. We we said we said that earlier. Trouble has an expiration date. They are only temporary. So we must learn to fix our gaze upon the actual promise that God has made. Mm -hmm. So the Bible warns us or tells us in Second Corinthians, chapter four, verse 16 through 18 in the New Living Translation. It says, though our bodies are dying. Our spirits are being renewed every day. Now, we know our bodies are dying because the older we get, right? Mm -hmm. But our spirits are being renewed every day. It says, for our present troubles are small and they won't last very long. Yet they produce for us a glory that's vastly outweighs them and will last forever. So we don't look at the troubles we can see now. Rather, we fix our gaze on the things that cannot be seen for the things we see now will soon be gone. But the things we cannot see will last forever. Will last forever. The promises that God makes us will last forever. The troubles that we're encountering are just temporary. The troubles are temporal in anything temporary. temporal. Is subject to change. It's subject to change. Your problems are subject to change. Just like they came, they can be gone. The promises of God is what you got to hold on to.
1: It's funny. I was I was thinking about this. The reality of it is because it says we fix our gaze on those things that cannot be seen. Mm-hmm. One of the things that really Shuby from the UK she says she used to four hours in church. Come on, Shuby, Come we on. need to go to the UK <laughs> and preach. Um, one of the things there are two. There's this one scripture that guides me. And it says, um, we will all stand before him and every man will give an account of mm, his work. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I'm thoroughly convinced of is that believers could not be consciously aware that what they have done with their life, they're going to stand before the Lord and mm. have to talk through it with him. Because I believe that it, because there were some things I didn't do growing up. Cause I didn't want to have to talk to my grandma about mm-hmm. it. it. was some things it just was not worth having to see her face to face. Can you imagine having to see the King of Kings, Lord of Lords in all his glory and having him have to say to you, and when I called you to pastor, but you wouldn't do it because you didn't feel like it. What do you have to say about that? I know it sounds
0: crazy, but we was talking the other day and I said, some of the reasons I need, I obey God. I don't want to hold up the line. When we get there and have to give an account, I don't want to have to hold up the line. I don't. I assume it's not going to be a line. But in my mind, it's like I don't want to be the person having to justify all these things I didn't do and the other folks behind me waiting to get into heaven. I don't want to hold up the line.
1: God is a good businessman. I want y'all to hear me. And God expects a return. And we know that God expects a return because it says that when God gave the man, he uses a parable and he says he gave to one man, five yep. to one man, three and to one man, one and to the one who multiplied what he had. That's not money. That's not just money he's talking about. He's talking about your life force, mm-hmm. what you're going to do with your purpose and your destiny. Mm-hmm. And so he says when he came back to check on the man, the man who did five, he said, hey, I'm going to promote you. Yep. To the man who did three, he gonna said, I'm going to promote too. you. But to the man who took one and buried he it. He said, give me that talent. He said, give me that. And some of you don't even realize your, your, your purpose is buried beneath sin. Mm. You're so clogged down with sin and, and missing the mark and discouragement mm-hmm. and doing the wrong thing. And that's why you're always caving in and quitting. And that is why you're like going forward and moving backwards. But I want you to get an internal perspective because that's what this scripture says. It's not temporal. I'm not living for what's temporary. I'm not living for a promotion this year. I'm not living for a car this year. I'm not living for somebody to know my name. I am living because one day I will see him face to face. I will have to look into the eyes of truth and give an account for my life. And let me tell you what that does for me. What can anybody say about me that would make it justifiable for me to look at my Savior in the face and talk about why I disobeyed him?
0: Listen, if we, we said it the other week, no amount of trauma, no amount of nothing you've gone through, no amount of what somebody talking about you, none of that qualifies you to
1: be able to disobey God. So you think about we're going to be in heaven in all of the glory because I'm not talking about you not getting into heaven. I'm talking about people who are actually going to heaven and he's going to say, Sean, tell me what you did with the life I gave you. If you went to see Jesus today and you had to give an account of the life that you have lived compared to what he told you to live. Would you be full of joy or would you just be weeping, saying, Lord, I'm so sorry? And if your thing is that you would be saying, Lord, I'm so sorry, stop being sorry now and just turn. Just turn. Just turn. So this helps me. This helps me because in Psalms 27, it says I would have fainted. Yeah, I would have fainted. I would have caved in. This is what David's talking about. I would have caved in. I would have quit if I had not believed. That I would see the goodness of the Lord where in the land of the living. The land of now, the living. one of the things it tells us in 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 I believe it's John, it tells us it says that obeying God is gonna bring you into the hundredfold. Mm-hmm. And the hundredfold is also gonna bring you if you want to finish those, we can't no. It, 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 the hundredfold is gonna bring you into persecution. He says, but you are gonna receive the hundredfold in this life and eternity, Mm -hmm. and eternity. Some of you, you only living for July. I need you to start living for eternity. Mm -hmm. That one day, the God who created you, who breathed life into you and made you a living soul, he is going to expect you to give an account. And when you're standing before him in all his glory, what people said about you, how insecure you felt, how good your flesh felt, none of that is gonna mean a hill of beings. You don't want to hold up the lam- line. I don't want to see disappointment mm-hmm, in his eyes. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see disappointment in mm-hmm. his eyes. So there are things that I have committed to do in a way that I have committed to live, not because it's popular, not because it always makes my flesh happy, because but because I have no interest in seeing disappointment in his eyes. Mm-hmm. All I want to hear the Lord say is well done, mm-hmm. thou good and faithful servant. Listen, not good and faithful servant.
0: We're going to put one more pillar in here. We're going to stop. Okay, babe. It's the last pillar. Here's what we need to understand. You're going to have many opportunities to quit. You are. You're going to have opportunities to be offended. You know, I tell people all the time, I don't understand it, but I get it. There are people who get offended with God. How you get offended with a perfect being is beyond me, beyond but me. it happens. I'm telling you that in this year, you should not take the bait. Don't take Satan's bait to be offended. Don't take Satan's bait to give up. Don't take Satan's bait to bait to give in and don't take its bait to quit. You need to hang with God. Hang and I want to give you a scripture. You can write it down. You can take a picture of it. But at any time during this year, you even get an inkling, as my as my meemaw used to say, you get an inkling to give in, to cave in or to quit. I want you to refer back to this scripture. It is Hebrews chapter 12, verse one through three. Mm. I'm going to read it out the message translation, because here's what it says. Hebrews chapter 12, verse one through three, and the message says, do you see what this means? Since we stand surrounded by all of these pioneers who have blazed the way for us, the people who went before us, all of these veterans who are cheering us on, You know, we think about it in terms of our our ancestors, our grandparents. I think about it like like the Apostle Paul and and, and Peter and Jesus himself cheering us on, telling us we can make it. He says uh, it means we better get on with it. Mm. We need to strip down. We need to start running and we need to never quit. It says no extra spiritual fat, no parasitic sins. Keep your eyes on Jesus, who both began and finished the race Mm. that we're in. Study how he did it. Study how he did it. When you get when you when you think you can't make it through read this study the word of God How did Jesus make it through because the way he made it through is the same way we are gonna make it through You just told the people to have an eternal viewpoint Jesus did what he did because he had an eternal viewpoint. Come on. He said if I be lifted up I will draw all men unto me. He said, if I lay down my life, I've got the power to pick it up again. But in doing so, I can deliver life to everyone who comes after me. Come on. This is so when you get in a place where you think you can't make it, study how How he he did it. Keep reading how he did it. Because he never lost sight of where he was headed. That exhilarating finishing in with God. It says he could put up with anything along the way he could put up with the cross he put up with the shame he put up with whatever and now he's there in the place of honor right alongside god it says when you find yourself dwindling in your faith go over Over that that story story again. again study how he did it it says when you find yourself getting low and not being able to have trust go over that story again Item by item, that long litany of host- of hostility that he plowed through that will shoot adrenaline into your souls. When you read this story, if you can't make it, it ain't no making in you. If you read this story, and the Bible says that, that, that the spirit of God will quicken your mortal body. That's what he means when he said it to shoot adrenaline into your soul. What is your soul? It is your mind, your will, your emotion, your imagination, and your intellect. You start reading about what Jesus went through and how he did it, and then you start understanding that the same power that was in him is the same power that resides in you, and then when you your mind starts talking to you about quitting, you'll be told your mind to shut up. What do you mean quit? Ain't no quit in me. Why? Because I'm studying that story. Because I'm studying I'm seeing how he did it. I'm going over that story item by item. I'm looking at the long litany of things that he plowed through, and it shoots adrenaline into my soul.
1: My god, listen, mm. I want y'all to just think about this as you were reading that, and you said he put he could put up with anything along the way. The cross, the cross, the shame, the shame, whatever, whatever he he put up with it. And now here's what I'm asking us to do in this year of release, because he didn't quit on us. Mm. Let's not quit on him. I won't quit. Because he didn't quit on us. Let's not quit on him. Mm -hmm. We are not talking about promotions here. There are things if you follow God, he'll give them to you. We are talking about white living here. Yes. We're talking about white living here. Since he didn't quit on us, let's not quit on him. Mm -hmm. We repent for quitting on you. Listen, if you want to accept Jesus, your personal savior, if you want to accept Jesus, your personal savior, you need to put something in the comments. I want to accept Jesus, my personal savior. If you want to come home today, I want to come home. You need to put come home in the comments. But listen, here's what I am imploring you to do. Since Jesus didn't quit on us. Mm. Since Jesus didn't quit on us, since Jesus didn't live any kind of way, I'm not going to live any kind of way.
0: My God. Since
1: Jesus didn't quit on me, since Jesus took those stripes, since Jesus stayed on that cross, since Jesus went in that grave, since Jesus went to hell, since Jesus got up, since Jesus gave me all power, since Jesus didn't quit on me, I'm done quitting on him. And when I feel like quitting, I'm going to study, study his high story. Head. I'm going to study how you it. That's right. See, because what happens for us is that when we feel like quitting, we study our own mm-hmm. story. We start talking mm-hmm. about what we did for mm-hmm. God, how faithful we've been, what we've done for other people. But now I'm asking you to elevate champions. Yes. I'm asking you to step into a new yes. realm. I'm asking you to step into a realm where you say, Lerone said, LaRon said he want to rededicate his life to Amen. Christ. Come on. There are more. It's more of you. Since Jesus didn't quit. I want you not to quit. Yeah. I want you to purpose in your heart. You're going to break up with sin. I want you to purpose in your heart. You're going to stop being rebellious. Yes. I want you to purpose in your heart that you're going to live like Jesus did. And since he didn't quit, you not go quit. That's right. This is going to be, for many of you, 2021 is going to be the first year that you walk the whole year. The whole world. year. You're All 12 whole- months. That's what I'm going All for this year. All 12
0: months. We're building a foundation so that you won't Fade. That's what we're
1: going for. We are going for no more back and forth, no more, no more back and forth that some of you, you are going to break a barrier this year. It's going to it's being broken right now and it's going to be established in the fact that you are not going to live lukewarm and double minded in and out with God saved on Sunday. And then when you get off on Facebook Live, we can't tell because of what you posted. You are going to be like Jesus since he didn't quit you won't quit.
0: I won't draw back.
1: I won't draw back. I won't draw back. Now, there's a scripture that we didn't get to, but it says that when you draw back, he has no pleasure Mm -hmm. in you, and we owe people to tell you this. I'm so glad God shifted us into this thing to be able to have crucial conversations with people instead of just telling them you go get blessed and you go get blessed. No, I'm telling you, listen, this is a time where God is inviting some of you to grow up, and if it's you, you know it. You Mm -hmm. You hear it right now. He is saying to you, I have been good to you. I have kept you I have preserved you and now I need you to grow up why does he need you to grow up it's so many people who don't know Jesus and
0: welcome home to all of you who said I'm coming home welcome home welcome 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 we are not like the prodigal son of brother who got upset when you came home we are excited we're like the father we're so glad you're back we're
1: so glad you're back Leslie says she hears that she can hear if you can hear God telling you it's your time to grow up I want you to put it in the comments that I know that God is talking to me. He's telling me I need to grow up. He's telling me I need to put down some of this immaturity. He's telling me this. And I want to challenge you as we're preparing for the fast. Here's my challenge. Here's the first part of the fast that we're going to go into. I want you to ask yourself this question all week. If you're, I'm not here, what I'm saying? I'm not saying every one of your posts needs to be about Jesus. That's not what I'm about to say. But if someone could only track God by how you show up on social media, could they find jesus i'm not telling you you can't make jokes i'm not telling you that you can't find make memes but i'm talking about when we talk about that casual banter that kind of stuff that could make people think god isn't real i want you to just ask yourself before you post god are you okay with this post is this post cool with you That'll be the first part of the past. This first seven. Look at these people saying they know. I'm telling you, God is telling people to grow and, and, up. And listen,
0: I'm going. I'm, I'm going to do a shameless plug right here. Shameless plug. Uh, shameless plug for those of you who who need assistance with your mouth oh, who yeah, need assistance are able to, to watch what you say and making the right thing. Pastor Raph and I have created a program called command your day. We have 45 people who've already signed up. They're already in the community. People are already saying how it's blessed them. People are already saying, Oh my God, I'm loving this. We're going to do some incredible things in that group. We're going to do book studies. We're going to share resources, articles, videos, but most importantly, every single day, Monday through Friday, if you sign up for the program, You get a a affirmation sent directly to you. Why? Because a lot of people don't have the language. They're so used to saying what they feel and they're so used to saying what it is that they are going through that they just say whatever comes out of their mouth. And I'm telling you, in 2021, you got to put a guard over your mouth. Your words are important. And so if you want to learn how to do that and be a part of a community of other people who are learning how to do that, you need to take a look at that uh, thing on your screen. Uh, I think they'll also put it in the comment section so that you can actually click it. You need to go there. At minimum, at minimum, you ought to sign up for the free newsletter. But listen, I am telling you, the program typically costs $180. We're offering it for $150. But anybody who signs up before January the fifteenth, we're giving fifty one dollars off. That means you pay ninety nine dollars for the year. And on year. top, and on top of that, we are giving you a free gift. What's the free gift? We are giving you access to the unoffendable life class. Somebody in the community just said last night, they said, oh my God, the the affirmations are great, but have you heard the unoffendable life class? She said, if you haven't started listening, you got to start listening. She said, I just heard uh, the first one, the first class, and I've went through it twice already. Listen, it's a $247 value that we're just giving away. But I'm telling you, you, Pastor Sean said we're giving too much value. I'm telling you, you want to get in before she convinces me to change my mind on the value.
1: And I want to say this. If you're a partner in this ministry, you ought to be in this program. You have two two of your pastors who are leading this program. They made it extremely affordable. Ninety nine dollars for the year. Five declarations a day, plus Mm -hmm. a week, Mm -hmm. plus some other free value. You get articles or
0: videos on Saturday.
1: But I'm telling you, if your pastor When your pastor does something, you ought to support it. And you got two of your pastors doing this. And if you know how much they give you on a Sunday morning and a Wednesday, you know they're going to add value to you. And we really got to grow up in this way, too, because I want to say this to the champions who live in northwest Arkansas. Many of you don't get breakthrough because you so disregard the things that we're saying to you and people come from the UK and people come from South Africa and people come from Texas and they sign up and they get their life changed and you're the ones we're assigned to and you don't get your life changed and they listen to one they go to one class and change their whole life and you've been walking with us for four or five years and you're still in the same place so I'm just going <laughs> to say it look at what
0: Evie said Ebony was like I, she's like you ought to join us basically two a month. She said, I was spending $10 a month at a gym that I wasn't even going to.
1: Right. No, So I'm just going to say that partners, FOC partners, that's another part of your grow up. You ought to make the decision that nobody is going to nobody who's not even a partner is going to receive more from your pastors than you are, which means that you got to stop taking a relationship with them so casually that you overlook it and then you don't participate in what's happening.
0: From the UK, Shuby says she just started the first lesson from unoffendable. Listen, the the, the the command your day is wonderful. and It is worth way more than what we're charging for. But we're giving you, in addition to that, the unoffendable life class. And Pastor Ralph said anybody who signs up, anybody who signs up and then messages him that they have signed up, he will send them a free copy of his book, Good Enough Isn't. So you're going to get the unoffendable life class. You're getting a free book to help you. Or, Either either extend or strengthen your marriage or get ready for marriage. And you're getting everything that we're going to give you inside of the group and access to the community for ninety nine bucks a year.
1: And now the religious spirit has stared me. And if this offends you, you're a parasite. Mm. If you can listen to us teach you for free week after week after week. You don't have to give. We don't charge you to come in here. We don't even know whether all of you give or not. But if you can do that, but you're now offended because someone is inviting you and challenging you, then you are a parasite. And that's something you should grow up from as well. Amen. Amen. It's your opportunity to give. It's your
0: opportunity. It's your opportunity. Listen, we I, I just I, I'm so encouraged by the by the energy I felt off the broadcast today. The people who said I'm coming home, the people who said I repent. I love people were saying I repent for for every time I quit on God. Yeah. I love that. I love, I think it was was Stephanie who may have said that. She said, I repent for every time that I gave up on God. I too, I repent for every time that that even if I kept going through the motions that I had given up in my heart, I repent for that. Yes. I repent for
1: that. So I want to say this because we're going to be expanding our broadcast even more. So from starting next week, Chris is going to be coming in through StreamYard like we did on, on New Year's Eve. Woo! But also, um, Chris and Ralph, y'all need to make sure that y'all are dressed because sometimes at the end of the broadcast, we're gonna bring you in and to be able to talk about comments and different stuff like that. We went a little long today, so we're not gonna do it, but y'all need to make sure that y'all okay with <laughs> Chris will be ready. It, Ralph... it, it, at least
0: at least have your shirt on.
1: Right, <laughs> right. Even if you got on pajama box. So we love you guys. It's your opportunity to sow something supernatural that's happening. You ought to be sowing a hey, seed of release. Hey, it's the
0: first Sunday it's of the release. year. You ought to get you a seed in the ground for your yes. year of release and the people who go, oh my God, they asked for a seed. We don't want your seed. We're talking to the people <laughs> who believe God. This is the first Sunday of the year. You ought to get your seed in the ground. Pastor Ralph was talking the other day and he was saying that him and his wife, they have a giving goal and because they have a giving goal, they track it all through the year. They don't wait to November to start tracking. He says, we know what we want to give. The Lord blesses us. We give more. He said, but we have a minimum that we want to give. And we start the first Sunday of the year. So, yeah. so don't skip. Go ahead. You, you can give through GiveLify. You can give the push pay. You can give the tithely. If nothing else, you can go to our website, www.focchurch.com. There's a give button. You click it. It's like two or three clicks and you're done.
1: And I'm just going to say this as we go, and I want to say it real sweet. Like some of you who are partners who didn't give last year, all that harvest we talked about, you don't qualify for it. I'm sorry, but you can join in this year. <laughs> you can join in. You can join in can this join year. In. You can join in. Can y'all tell this year going to be a lot of grow up? It is. It's going to be a lot and of we grow we may up.
0: lose some of y'all, but that's okay. We believe that the Lord will grow you up and you'll come back.
1: Yeah, but we, we, we're not going to let you keep being babies because you can't go to war with it's, babies.
0: It's too much opportunity for them. It's too much. The the Lord will require it of our hand if we don't say what he's requiring us to say because they could get offended. It's why I tell you, you ought to join the program so you can get the unoffendable lesson. You can listen to that unoffendable life class. So when we're talking strong to you about growing up and getting out of sin and not calling what God hate, okay. you won't be offended by
1: it. Yeah, this we're going to really challenge you to grow up. We're yep. already praying and fasting and believing God for your life. We're going to challenge you to grow up. And here's what I say. Everybody who's connected, nobody's who's connected is going to leave and more people are going to come because many of you know that you have lived a raggedy life long enough and it's time for you to come home and nobody's ever taught you how to grow up and that's what we're here to do this year.
0: Look at those numbers. They stayed the whole time. They
1: did pretty good. They we'll stayed the whole time. Y'all did right. pretty
0: good. We appreciate that.
1: We love y'all so much. Have an amazing day. We just Just declare the release over you in Jesus' name. Release sin and embrace the blessing in Jesus' name. Amen.
0: Amen. Y'all be blessed.